Oh, you're recording. Hold on. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not excited for this. I'm not excited at all. You know, like when you're going to throw up and your mouth starts watering? That's happening. <laughs> and I, we haven't even taken a, a shot. <laughs> I don't want it. Shot one. Okay, shot one. Oh, shit. Hey, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad at all. Wow. Yum. Here we shot go. Shot two. Oh, yeah. There's no weird I, breathy grunting whatsoever. Oh, my God. That's true. You haven't. <sighs> yeah. No weird breathy grunting. That didn't even burn. No. I'm not even making cringy faces. Like, I'm not even scared for shot three. Here we go. This is, uh, this is shot number three. Boom. Holy. Shit, what the hell is this stuff? Hey everyone, welcome to Three Shots In. This is episode 11, I believe. I am Jake. I, I think that's right. Okay, uh, well, I'm Jake. I'm Jess. That's Jess. Today, we will be talking about a topic that was that was a little difficult for me to, you know, find any interest in it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to do this one. I actually argued doing, Jessica wanted to do this topic pretty early on in the the season and I was against it the entire time. Right. You were avidly against yeah. it actually. And then we were, we were emailed a request for this topic. Then I pulled the room of my closest friends and was like, hey guys, we have these three topics here, right? I named two more and then this one. Which one do you guys like best? It was a unanimous answer. All of them chose this topic and I was like, fuck. Well, then I guess we'll do it. I'll try. Mm -hmm. Went into it with very low expectations. Mm -hmm. Ended up finding something really cool. Got oh. really into it. Okay. <laughs> Wrote a lot and hopefully like everyone enjoys it when I talk about it. I'd never heard of the story. And okay. it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, and so that topic is aliens. 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 Yeah. Aliens. Tonight, you heard us taking shots of some surprisingly delicious gin. Right. I have been very against name dropping liquor for free on our, on our <laughs> podcast. We're such, we're, we're so small time. I, I have not felt the same that way. That is true. That is true. But hey, I... Honestly, I'm going to name drop this one. It was it was amazing. The smoothest shot ever taken on three shots in so far. Uh, this was the Gin Factory. That is the brand. Uh, and this is their Rosemary Gin. And by God, it's delicious. And fun fact, I fucking hate rosemary. Do you really? I do. Whenever rosemary is in food, that's all I taste. And I'm like disgusted. See, I love it. No, you're right. It's it's a strong. It's so strong. It's a very strong flavor. Yeah. But I I love it. I can't get enough. So I that that was a bonus for me. Nice. Thanks. I set that bottle down silently. <laughs> that was the, no sound at all. At first, I didn't know what the hell you were doing. I thought you were reading it. Yeah. And I was for, like, wow, he's really focused on that label. For you science fiction nerds, uh, that was like Interstellar, like docking on to the spinning <laughs> station. That's what just happened right now, but in slow motion in my head. Jessica doesn't get it because I don't. she doesn't watch great movies. It's not that I don't watch great movies. It's just that I haven't seen Interstellar yet. I want to see it. I have nothing so against it, it, by the it's way. So I'm not good. avoiding it. It's so good. I I understand that as a movie, the it was it was a little predictable. Oh, okay. The the ending has a really big twist, and it's not that it's a twist that's like clever. It's a twist that's like what you know. It's like um, it's like no no not like bad like so unbelievable. So it wasn't the strongest that it could have been. Like I said, because it was predictable, mm -hmm. but the visuals, amazing. I've the heard. The music, amazing. The acting, mm -hmm. 
Amazing. It had everything going for it. It just had a script that was maybe maybe a B plus, A minus script. If they would have changed a couple of things, it could have been a perfect Oscar bait film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, I, I still want to see it. it. It's not, it's more just like, I, I don't see a space movie and think like, I have to see that ASAP. It's just, I, I, I saw it. I heard great things and I was like, oh yeah, yeah I'd like to see that sometime. It's just, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So. I watched that Sandra Bullock one. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Gravity. Gravity. Yeah. George Clooney was in it for a minute there. I haven't seen that either. Like same thing almost. Visuals, amazing. Script, very weak. Acting uh, great. Acting great. Mm-hmm. Ending, horrible. Oh, horrible. bummer. They did have a very, very, very unique twist in the middle that I loved. Loved it. Like it went from like a C plus script to like a B, solid B script because of that twist in the middle. But it just it just wasn't enough for me. I'll never watch it again. You know what I mean? Okay. So would you say worth seeing at least one time? I think so. Okay. Just because that gotcha right. is incredible. Okay. And it it got me. And I call everything in movies. A former girlfriend of mine hated that fact. <laughs> hated it. We would sit down to watch a movie and I would lean over and say the ending that I thought was going to happen. <laughs> and it always happened. See, I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have Terry because I will predict something that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't just predict the ending. I will predict the next thing that's going to happen. And I'll lean over even in movie theaters and whisper it to him. And he is not perturbed or bothered at all. Yeah. I don't know how, by the way, I would be perturbed by me. (laughs) I would be bothered. (laughs) Well, see, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what you think. Okay, you got X and Y right, but maybe Z will be different or whatever. Right. Like, that's that's my mind. And I think that's why I'm such a dick when it comes to that, like... I'm like, hey, let's bounce ideas about how this is going to end. See, um, no, I, I'm with you. I think the only the only way I would be upset at Terry if he were the one predicting things is if I hadn't predicted it already. That was perfect. It was a quiet moment. It was, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um, maybe we can ask him to, to cough quieter, though. <laughs> it's fine. A text him. Cough quieter, please. <laughs> I will actually. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. What were we talking about? We're talking about uh, the reason you're talking about space movies is because you put that bottle down really quietly. Yes, but we were talking about movies. We oh, were- oh, I recall now. I have I have something very funny to say, and then we'll move on okay. uh, to the rest of the intro, and then we'll hit the wheel right after. There's no more time for diversions. If you're following, wow, we have so much more energy than we did yesterday. That's true. I feel I feel great. Or I feel, yesterday, I feel like I think it's because the gin was such a pleasant surprise. That is very true. God, it was so good. And I don't know. I feel like yesterday there was a lot more stress. Like we ended up starting the recording at right about the same time. <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? I put. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck! I put. <laughs> Couch quieter, please. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Oh boy! I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna correct it. I'm just gonna let him figure it out for himself. <laughs> Couch oh quieter. Oh my god! Amazing. That's amazing. So you know hold on. I'm gonna follow it with a gift that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, do it. Look up Interstellar. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, no, no, no. Let Wait. me do it. Let me do it. I'm going to pick one that's not a spoiler. Okay. Okay. 
He hasn't seen it either, though. But you're both going to watch oh, it you're because right, you're right, I right. love that movie. Okay. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> He's not going to read it anyway. Look, because he covers his mouth. <laughs> it's, dude, it's such a sad moment. You are going to cry during that moment of the movie. I guarantee it. I probably it. will cry, yes. Jessica, Jacob choked <gasps> up. What? Yep. You don't feel anything very, anytime. Very, very few movies and TV shows make me choke up. Honestly, not recently. That's a question I've been, I've been I will a, ask a, you on the break. Okay. So my ex really, right? Like mm-hmm. she's my best friend now. I'll just name her. It's Danny, right? Yeah. I think you know that. <laughs> I, who? I think you might've known that. Who is that? Um, she did not like me like predicting the endings mm-hmm. of everything, but it turned to hate. It, well, it turns to hate when okay. she was very excited, very much wanted to go watch The Fault in Our Stars. And she said, Ooh. will you take me to go watch The Fault in Our Stars? And I was really not excited for it. And I was like, do you think you can wait a week so that we can go like, like Saturday morning so that there's not like a room full of crying women in the movie right. theater? And she said, yes, I can do that. And we did just that, mm-hmm. right? We waited like a week for it to be out. Went like an early Saturday, like 11, 10, 11, right? It was mostly empty. There was probably probably 20 people in the theater, right? Danny okay. brought a box of tissues, right? She knew. She knew what was going to happen. Well, she knew that she was going to cry. We sit down <laughs> and I lean over. You and I dick. Was like, no, I, you didn't. I did. I'd, I'd never read the book. I'd never, literally, I knew nothing. And I was like, they're setting it up to look like. And she was like, shut up. And then it fucking happened the exact, exact thing that I said. And she was so mad. And I was like, it's not like you saw it coming. Yeah. I'm like, it's not like you knew. Like, it's I didn't ruin it. You were still shocked. <laughs> but I called the exact, exact ending. I was because like, if I was writing this movie or this book, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, if I'm trying to make you think, I'm going to, that way it hits you even, it hits you twice as hard because you weren't expecting it. Genius. Um, you know, and so that was it, my thought. And then now yeah. she, after that moment, when we would watch a movie and I would do my little lean over like, Hey, well, there's a reason like, you're, you're calling her your ex. Yeah. I think this was a large reason of our <laughs> breakup never fails. I call everything. So the gravity plot twist, see, we're coming back around. Right. Right. Yeah. Also, congratulations on putting that bottle of gin down very quietly. Thank you. Oh, making full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was an incredible moment. Complete circle. Um, All right. Aliens. Well, hold on. Hold on. Oh. We took rosemary infused gin shots. That's true. We're drinking some gimlets. We did not know what that was until about an hour before recording. Had no idea what that was. Uh, It's gin, lime, and simple syrup shaken with ice, strained in a cup with ice, and it's super simple. Uh, Very heavy on the alcohol. About- Two and a half ounces, which is about a shot and two thirds, mm-hmm. almost two full shots of gin with about half an ounce of lime and half an ounce of sugar. Right. So it's, it's, you know, it's strong, Yeah, but it's, it's definitely it's, strong. It's clearly one of those. You could barely call it a cocktail. It's more for sipping. It's just one of yeah, those. You there, sip it. There, there are, there are sippers out there. Yeah. This is definitely one of those. Uh, pretty good though. Not going to lie. Now I don't think it's a real gimlet because we had to make a, what was it? A lime cordial cordial yeah which we looked up the process and it took like hours on hours and we were like yeah fuck that yeah definitely we'll use, not happening we're gonna we're gonna use lime juice what's and the some cheap sugar. way to go about it yeah uh by sugar i mean simple syrup but uh yeah pretty good pretty good mm-hmm. uh also so we have a big update 
Okay, big alert. Uh, maybe Jessica can can edit in some like uh, 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 alert. 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 Yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. we get some of those in here. Sure. Uh, 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 alert. 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 It was brought to our attention by one of our, our good friends uh, that we look poor as fuck having a Gmail as our main email. So from now forward, that, that email still works, by the way, and we will definitely check it. But from now on, go ahead and email us your wheel ideas or uh, topic ideas or critiques or hate mail to fanmail at threeshotsin.com. That's right, mm -hmm, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. we have a URL. Uh, I wouldn't go to it. It doesn't exist yet. We have not set up the website. However, we have the email set right. up. Fanmail at threeshotsin.com. All right. I think it is time for the first wheel. Let's go for it. Boom. Booyah. Where'd it land? It says, used to love, but now I hate. Something that you used to love that you now hate. Could be that you loved it as a child and you hated it as an adult. Could be you loved it in California and you hated it in Texas. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say... Um, I'm struggling now to remember what it's called, the official name, but I always remembered it in my childhood as zebra gum. <gasps> zebra gum. Yeah. Right. The, you knew I loved it and you bought me some. I did. You brought it to me and I was excited. And then I chewed one stick of it and remembered instantly how fast the flavor leaves that gum. Oh yeah. It disappears immediately. In my childhood, it did not impact me as much as it, it now does in my adulthood. So I took one stick of gum. The flavor was gone. I mean- It's less than 10 it, seconds. If it's it lasted, right. And then it's just flat. You may as well be chewing some half-baked clay. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to love that. You know, I used to I used to take the wrappers and, and put the little, the little temporary tattoos mm -hmm. on my arms, mm -hmm. covered in zebra as I was. Yep. And uh, now, fuck that zebra. Yeah, I've always felt that way. <laughs> I just, I, I happened to see it at Walmart and I hadn't seen a pack of like zebra gum in like a decade. And I was like, okay, I gotta buy this. Not to say I didn't appreciate the nostalgia. I did. Yeah. It has at least that. Yeah. I was like, that's about Jessica it. needs this. Mm -hmm. And so I did buy it for you. Right. But since you've had it, right, that pack of gum, I think it's gone now, but you were like, hey, do you want one? And I was like, nope. I never took one because I understand the disappointment that comes with that gum. You first start chewing it and your whole life lights up. You're hopeful. All bad thoughts are gone. You are imagining yourself prancing in a field, mm -hmm. just having the time of your life. You, you got stars in your eyes. And then about four and a half to six seconds later, it's all ripped away from you. Instantly. And you're left with nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. See, I recalled that which is why I never partook in the pack of gum that I bought you. There you go. Uh, for me, used to love, but now I hate. Yep. Gatorade, Powerade. Used to love them, right? Okay. I played baseball and I always had a Powerade in my bag. And, you know, it was like at school, you get power or you get like Powerade from like the fountain drink or right. the little dispenser thing. Uh, you know, you go to the vending machine, you get a Powerade or you go to 7-Eleven, you get a Gatorade. Loved it. Mm -hmm. Right. Specifically orange, anything orange. Now I cannot stand Powerade and Gatorade. It, I taste nothing but sugar and like poor sugar yeah. on top of that. Like no. sugar that tastes like shit. Right. Mixed with mediocre flavoring. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, no, I'm I, like, why mm-hmm. did I love this so much? Because now I take a sip of it and I'm like almost disgusted. Mm-hmm. The only way I can like actually like swallow it is if it's like just out of the fridge, ice cold. But even then I'm like, oh my God, I had like mm-hmm. two sips. I can't do anymore. That's that. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's strangely syrupy now. Whereas I, when I was a childhood, when I was in my childhood, it did not, it really didn't come across as syrupy as it does now. Yeah. I I really did like it. Now, the only time I drink it is when Terry and I drive for like several hours at a time. It's rare that that happens, but the last time it did was when we moved here from, Mm -hmm. from California to Texas. Um, we stopped at maybe one or two gas stations and it's syrupy and it's salty And that sounds unappealing now, but when you're driving around in the car trying to stay awake, it helps. Can't do it. Can't do it. And I see like adults with like the giant like half liter of Gatorade while they're at the gym and they're like running and then they stop to drink their Gatorade. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You just drank that entire run. You idiot. I'm like, well, what are it's, you doing? It's supposed to be replenishing, replenishing electrolytes. They they even encourage you to drink it if you're on the keto diet. But it has sugar. There's carbs. I know. I know. But that's why that they'll, defeats the purpose they'll of keto. specifically. It's not that I'm saying that like keto guides on the, the Internet will suggest Gatorade and Powerade. It's just the electrolytes that they'll suggest. So they'll talk about like sugar free Pedialyte or whatever. Yeah, I did. hear. I have heard of that one. Pedialyte is great for dieting apparently because it keeps you hydrated mm-hmm. and electrolyte heavy keeps you fueled yep all right i think i will go i think i will talk about my topic yours is far more extensive that is true it is it's pretty there's a lot here um i will try not to take too long no don't worry about it you you usually have about two solid pages it looks like you've got four today well, no, no, I usually have two front and back, like, decent, but this is two front and back, almost every line is full. Right. Like, that, that doesn't happen. This mm-hmm. is, like, one of the, these are the only, like, breaks, mm-hmm. and it's just tiny little things. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Usually, I stick to about 30 minutes. Maybe I'll do more. I don't know. I'm good with that. So, aliens is the topic. Uh, my story takes place in 1980. Okay. okay? In Todd Morden. West Yorkshire, England. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the main character in our story uh, is a constable. Oh. In England, in Yorkshire, in West Yorkshire. His name is Alan Godfrey. So during this time in, I think it was November in 1980, right? This mm-hmm. is when this is when the story really takes place. Yeah. Um, but around this time of 1980, the big headline news was about the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh. Which I hadn't heard of. No, that looked sounds... him up. Fascinating. Gonna be talking about him soon. So stay tuned. Okay. You you fans of murder you. Maybe we'll have a serial killer episode soon. Maybe. And he will be on it. He was a famous serial killer, killed at least thirteen. Okay. He was convicted of thirteen. Mm-hmm. So that means more, obviously. Usually. Uh so November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty. It's about five AM. Alan Godfrey, uh PC, whatever that means, uh police constable. I don't know. Uh Alan Godfrey was investigating the disappearance of local cows, okay, doing real police work. Uh when his morning took a turn to the bazaar, to say the least. Okay. Interesting. Okay. You know, he's just just out searching for cows. Right. That went missing. When 
he was driving down a road and he saw a double-decker bus up ahead of him. Okay, remember, it's about 5 a.m. Not uncommon to see a double-decker bus driving around and starting its route. I don't often see double-decker buses at 5, but I'm sure... You've also never been in West Yorkshire, England in 1980. Never have I. So, So, maybe if you were... Maybe you wouldn't be as... Well, what I was going to say is that I don't struggle to believe that, even having nothing to draw on. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so he's, he's driving up to this double-decker bus. Uh, and as he got closer, he realized that this bus was floating. It was sitting about five feet above the ground. Did he find himself in the Harry Potter universe? Uh, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Actually, that's a fun theory to this story. Um, maybe actually you're onto something. So he's confused and he drives closer to it and he was able to make out a few more details. So this floating bus was diamond shaped okay so sharp point on the bottom fat in the middle and then kind of just gets a little smaller at the top mm-hmm. uh and the bottom half of the diamond was rotating at an insane speed weird and it was moving so fast that all nearby like grass and trees were like they were like leaning and shaking like a sh- oh, like super wind. super strong like wind was happening yeah like a hurricane was going down mm-hmm. Uh, and then even weirder, he noticed that there was no sound coming from it. Ew, that is gross, actually. Right? The fact that no sound is coming from this thing was causing, you can see causing trees immense, bending, yeah, that's strange. Uh, he even noted that the entire area was eerily silent. There was Ew. no sound to be heard at all. Ew. The only sound he heard was his own car engine. That's bizarre. Right? Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. So naturally, he's freaking out. Of course. Uh, He reaches for his radio, right? Call for backup. Yeah. Uh, His radio is not working. It's dead. Now, remember, 1980s, this isn't a wireless radio, which they did have, but this is, he's in his police car. This is hooked up to the car. Yeah. His radio is dead. And so he thought, okay, maybe it's the car. He turns on his car radio. His car radio is dead. It's almost like the battery in his car was dead for no reason. Was he? Because he was driving. Was this car still moving, though? Yes. Okay. So, uh, fun fact. You can drive a car without a battery, but you can't start a car without a battery. Oh, okay. So you can can start a car, right? Turn it on. Then you can remove the battery, and the car will still run. None of your your gauges and equipment will work, Mm -hmm. but the car will work. Interesting. It will drive. Okay. Um... So, so it had sapped all the energy like from the battery. His, his car battery was dead or something. Yeah. No, no equipment was working okay. whatsoever. Uh, and this is, a, this is a page flip moment. So he stops his car, okay? He's about 20 yards from the object, right? Uh, and he takes out his notepad and he starts to draw it. While he's driving? No, I said he stopped his car. Oh. If you used your ears, you would have heard that part. It's You know, the issue isn't my ears, actually. What is it? It's my inebriation. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, stops his car, starts drawing it, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he needs, he can't call anyone, so he needs to draw it. That way he doesn't forget it. Right, every detail, right, right. whatever. So as he's drawing the the floating diamond spinning thing, uh, he blacks out. Ew. Yeah. Uh, he woke up, right? He like came to from his blackout and he's driving again and he's much farther down the road than he was when he stopped gross and so he stops and looks and the floating object is gone there's nothing there gross and he was like 
probably like a quarter mile down the road yeah from where he was when he stopped which doesn't make sense mm-hmm. right so he returns to the police station right and starts and he he goes and he starts to like report the, the nonsense that he just saw right mm-hmm. uh so while we're gonna we're gonna take a little a little detour real quick okay we're gonna leave godfrey reporting okay because okay. while he was reporting a fellow officer had found the missing cows oh i totally forgot about you those forgot about the cows I told you he was working important police work. Yeah. Found the cows. Okay. Uh, the cows were found in a fully fenced in field. No one could figure out how cows got into this field. Okay. No part of this fence was broken and replaced. No part of this fence was removed and set back. N- literally nothing. It was an enclosed field. Yeah. And these cows ended up inside this enclosed field. Many people believe that the UFO must have picked up the cows and dropped them off in the enclosed field. Right. Because if you know cows, cows won't step over like a street with paint making lines on it. They freak out and they mm-hmm. think they're going to fall and die. And so they won't do it or they'll ju- try to jump over it. Right. So when you have a fence set up, almost no matter how small the fence is, cows will not try to jump over it for whatever reason. Right. Right. The cows ended up in a fully fenced field, like enclosed, no way in, no way out mm-hmm. field. They were inside of it. I don't know that much that much about cows, but I believe you when you say it. Yeah, they're they're really stupid animals. Okay. So not smart enough to get in this fully enclosed field. Maybe you can argue that one of them was smart enough, but a whole herd of them, not possible. Unlikely. Back to Godfrey. Okay. He went through his night and he realized that there was about an hour. Okay, it was, it was about 50 minutes, so I say about an hour, 50 minutes, whatever, uh, of lost time, time that he cannot account for whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? He know that he he knows that he saw this flying thing and he knows what time about it was. Yeah. He knows what time he was driving down the road, by the way, his equipment worked mm-hmm. when he came to and was driving down the road. Uh, he knows what time he was awake and there's about an hour of just gone missing time. Yeah. And then he discovered... Uh, that there was a vertical cut down his the entirety of his left boot. Ew. And he had a red mark on the palm of his left foot that was itching. Ew. Hard. Like it was just, it bothered him a lot. It was yeah. itching. So in my head, I see like they they needed to get to the foot, but they like didn't want to take the shoot, or something? didn't want to take the boot off. So they just cut the boot down the middle, spread it open, and then either stuck a needle in his foot or maybe Something. maybe a chip. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Who knows? Uh, so the police department that he's, the people he's reporting to are like not as surprised when he's talking about this. Okay. Right. As you think they would be. Yeah. They're the ones that checked his boot. So if, if he right? died because they missed something, they're, they're fucked. No. Uh, he, he was informed that five other officers had reported similar stories happening the night before he reported it. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Similar as in maybe one of them had to cut down the boot. Maybe all of them saw this thing. Who knows? It didn't really go into that much detail because these these five officers happened to remain anonymous. Yeah. And not go f- come forward with their story. Unfortunately for Godfrey, his story was leaked. Oh. His story in particular was leaked. And he was he was the face of this UFO. Phenomena alien Phenomenon. thing that happened right okay. uh and ended up leading to him having he being forced to resign from the police department because Aww. 
all these people, you know, they're saying like, oh, like he's crazy. He's a all kook. This stuff. He's a kook. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, and so he brought a lot of uh, brought a lot of shame to the police department, and they forced him to resign. Mm. He did have to quit his job. Bummer. But if you thought that part, that first half of the story was bizarre, okay. Let's just wait until we get to this next half. Can we take a quick break? I see you shaking. Do you I, have to pee? I have to pee so bad. Yeah, you can pee. So I just peed a one and a half pound pee. <gasps> you weighed yourself before I and did. after? I did. I love doing that. <laughs> love doing that. So that night, November 1980, okay, about three years before it, I think a little more than three years before, uh, during an arrest gone bad, okay, okay, Godfrey was severely injured. He tried to arrest a man. He resisted arrest. His two friends came and they, they beat the shit out of Godfrey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it led to him having to get surgery where they had to remove one of his testicles hmm. and he was informed that he would be sterile for the rest of his life. Oh, that's a huge bummer then. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, big deal. That now, sucks. It is, it is nice to know. He already had two kids already. Oh, so oh, oh. it's not okay. like, like that horrible. Right. He does have two kids, but it is kind of a bummer. Maybe he wanted to have more. Sure. I don't know. Um, but then we're going to flash, flash forward to that event that night. Okay. Okay. The day after, right. Cause he was being questioned by his department for, I'm assuming a while. I mean, about I, the I would in, imagine the insane events that happened. Yeah. Uh, the day after his, we're going to, we're going to put quotes around this alien encounter. <laughs> Godfrey slept with his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was very, you know, I'm sure emotional and he was emotional and they had, they sex. had intimate. They had the sex. They, they made some sex. Okay. Uh, nine months later, she had a baby. So okay. she, she became pregnant after that night. Okay? Right. They can trace it back to about that night. Okay. Right. Uh, so she, you know, told him, Hey, I'm pregnant. And I'm sure that led to some heavy arguing and some accusations from wait between him and his wife. Yes. Because he was sterile. He's sterile. Oh, oh, How is oh. his wife pregnant? I mean, I, I, to be fair, when you said he lost one testicle, I didn't automatically think, oh no, that means he can't have kids. But maybe when I said that the doctors told him that he's sterile. Well, no, that was I, but no, no, you said that. And I was like, I didn't think that was the case all the time. Though. No, but there was so much damage. Right. That he became sterile. So they're saying that. And I was still like, I don't know that it's 100% though. And now you're saying that his wife got pregnant. So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so they had a, they had a test done, a paternity test. I'm, I'm assuming, right. Obviously. Uh, and he was in fact the father. And so he went to his own doctors and was like, Hey, I thought I was sterile. And they told him that his condition must have reversed itself, which doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Now, if they told him, Hey, you have a very low sperm count and the odds of you having another child are very low. That's different from you are sterile. You cannot reproduce from this point on. Uh, I would not put it past doctors to inform him that he is sterile, even if there was like a 10 to 15% chance that he could have a kid. They always, they always will tell you there's a chance. If there is the slightest chance, they're going to tell you there's a chance because that means that you will not hate that doctor for telling you that news. Either way. It makes the doctor feels better about telling you there's a chance. Some doctors don't care. That's true. That's true. I wouldn't give a shit, but I'm not a doctor. So who knows? Uh, and to this day, I say to this day, like modernly, I don't know if he's alive or not. I have no idea. Uh, but Godfrey believed that the quote unquote aliens were responsible for his medical miracle. 
Okay. Remember? He like, oh, something, sorry. Some sort of thing happened, right? His boot was cut. There's his foot had a mark. Something happened. He lost track of, he lost 50 minutes, right? Of just, the just gone time. Time in just his life. Yeah. 50 minutes gone. Can't explain it. Uh, so Godfrey, after the incident, after the, the media kind of died down a little bit, uh, he decided to try regression hypnosis. Right. Right. He wanted to figure out what happened during that lost time. Mm-hmm. Right. After multiple sessions, Godfrey managed, well, the the hypnotist, whatever, managed uh, to get Godfrey to speak about what happened during the blank 50 minutes. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that after this page flip. So back to that night. Yes. Kay? He stopped his car and he started drawing the floating diamond with a spinning bottom causing mass wind everywhere, yet zero sound. Okay. Okay, he's drawing it. And as he's drawing, his engine, his car engine, shut off. Whoa. Okay. This is while he's pulled over. He stopped. He stopped his car. I'm assuming he didn't pull over. I'm assuming he stopped in the middle of the street. I don't know. That's what I would have done. I would have just stopped, pulled out that notepad, and started going, right? So his, his engine shuts off. After a few moments of silence and, like, shock, right, a bright light blinded him coming from in front of him which is where this floating diamond shaped thing was Mm -hmm. okay a just blinding light then his car radio turned on and it was just blasting static he blacks out and he wakes up in a room that he described as he had a hard time describing this room he's like it's not like any room you would ever think of yeah okay and he was laying on a table and he was surrounded by what he described as robot looking things with Heads shaped like lamps. Now there is lamps. that makes me think of the droids from Star Wars, the ones on the on the Empire, Empire side. I saw a drawing of he described what he saw, and someone drew it. And to me, it looked like. Have you ever seen the Daleks from Doctor Who? No. The exterminate. Mm-mm. No. So this is what they look like, and this is this is very 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 close to what the drawing was. Oh wow! Weird. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you haven't seen Doctor Who, Google Dalek, D-A-L-E-K, and you see those are about, those are the closest thing I can think of to what uh, Officer Godfrey saw when he awoke laying on that table. Right. Uh, and so he's laying on the table, robots everywhere, and a man, a human man, approaches him wearing what Godfrey described as biblical age clothes. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming that means like a very long like tunic with like a rope tied around type of thing. Yes. You know, that's that's kind of what I imagined. Uh, and the man spoke to him in his head, it's like telepathically. He spoke to Godfrey uh, and introduced himself as Yosef. Oh. Said, "My name is Yosef." I wasn't expecting that. And he told Godfrey that they were very well acquainted. Hmm. So. Godfrey was looking around and he also noticed a large black dog (gasps) sitting quietly in the corner of the room. Ew. uh, It's a bad omen. Very weird. Yeah. Right. Uh, So he sees this large black dog sitting in the room. He sees these weird looking robotic things everywhere. And he sees a human man who looks like the he looks like he just just finished performing in a passion play. Right. And Yosef spoke to him once again and said that they would see each other again. Okay. Then blackout one more time and he becomes conscious and he's driving his own car down the road about a quarter mile from where the floating spinning diamond was. 
Are you falling asleep? I'm falling asleep. I'm so sorry. While I'm speaking, I watched your eyes close and I thought maybe her eyes just were closing because it's kind of bright in this room. You fell asleep while I'm talking. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, maybe maybe my voice is just that soothing. Maybe I just have like one of those like. Yep. Like, That's it. Like just deep, soothing yep. voices. Stop, you know? stop being so relaxing. Yeah, listen to. I'll stop. I'll stop. My story is right about to finish. I'm uh, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. So. You know why though, right? I, I, I swear I felt great when we started this. But because this alcohol is hitting you alcohol no twice for, as hard. No, it doesn't it's, it's hitting me hard. But it's not just that. It's that I went to bed at four in the morning last night and four in the morning the night before. You did not go to bed at four in the morning because I went to bed at five in the morning and you went to bed after me. Last night? Last night. I crawled into bed at five thirteen in the morning. I went to bed at four in the morning. You did not. Then you it were, was five in the morning? This happens to be a topic that I was not excited for <laughs> and a story that I'm very excited for. And you fell asleep. I'm sorry. Jessica, I had two bullet points left. I feel better two. now. Okay. I feel as though yeah, I, got... I called you out on your shit. You did. And you scared me. Yeah. And I so made now... you drink coffee. How much of the coffee did you drink? What's more, your, what's your mug look like? More than usual. What is it? Halfway? More than half. Oh, okay. I'm very impressed. I'm impressed. Interesting. All right. Well, good for you. So the last thing that you heard, you know, when you were conscious. Yeah. Okay was that Yosef told Godfrey that they would see each other again, okay? Then, blackout, Godfrey becomes conscious again as he's driving his own car about a quarter mile away from where he knows that he stopped his car. Okay. Okay? Uh, so, years later, Godfrey, you know, maybe they were interviewed him or whatever. Uh, he has no conscious memory of any of this. None. At all. So then he ends up telling the story how? The only time, the only, the only thing that he has is his recorded sessions of his regression hypnosis. Okay. So Godfrey himself says that he believes that, that that 50 minutes is a mixture of dreams, fantasy, and facts. I don't know what is what. This is, he, these are his own words. His words, dreams, fantasy, and facts. Who the fuck knows what is what? Okay. All I know is. it. I mean, minimum, that, it sounds like he's just confused. Yeah, that's a bizarre ass thing. Of course. In his, in his hypnosis state, he spoke of all of these things. That's how we know that these things, you know, quote unquote happened. Yeah. Like engine shuts off, bright light, static, wakes up on a table, robots, Yosef, <laughs> black dog. Right. And then it's over and he's driving away. Very weird. And that was my, that was my tale of about aliens. I thought you had more than one. No, that was one. I just did one. Okay. I didn't want to do two. No, it was, it was long. I didn't do two. I thought I would okay. have to, because I, I kept finding, I found ones that I thought were interesting, ones that actually seemed like maybe they could be real. Yeah. And they were very short. The one I settled on, it, it's a little too long to be a short story, but it's a little too short to be a long one or a regular okay. one even. That's fine. That's yeah. That's fine. You're falling asleep anyway, so maybe you'll be able to get through it. No, I, I will. Know. If I'm the one speaking, definitely. Bitch. I don't know about you though. I feel perfectly fine. I have more energy. I, felt, I have more energy right now than I normally do when we're recording. I felt perfectly fine. That was clean. You're not going to have to cut any of this. This was just a perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect tale. Oh, you'll have to cut the coughing that your husband decided to just have. I told just, him to I told him to quiet down his couching and he <laughs> barely responded. Yeah. Uh, that was my thing. Let's take a break and you need to eat something. I do. That way you can stop falling asleep. Yes. So cue the break music and let's get on with the shit. Burp, 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 burp.
So real quick, we just watched the video that the Pentagon released of their their alien footage or whatever. UFO right. footage, whatever you want to call it. Right. I, I really don't understand it. I didn't I don't know enough about planes to know what any of those numbers and stuff mean. In the beginning, I, you see it moving as fast as it just is normally moving. You also see its shape. It's fairly round, whatever it is that's I, on. I couldn't tell what it was. Right. It's, it's uh, you know, these like men in some military aircrafts are able to look through cameras and there may be infrared or something, or they go back and forth between like different perspectives of like light and stuff it's, to it's see it. thermal or, cameras, cameras. Right. So they see this thing. It's like, it's not quite a circle. It's a little more of an oval egg shaped type thing is just kind of like flying through the air. Cause yeah, initially they, 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 they're like, Oh shit, say, we're having trouble like targeting this. Yeah. He said he, that they, they had a hard time tracking it. Right. And they're also in one in the fastest, mm-hmm. the fastest jets that exist that right. we know of. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, although the Pentagon had just released it, I had already seen it. Because it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was leaked. They I let, did, they let I us did know. hear that it was it was leaked in 2017, but that it was declassified in late April of 2020. Right. Now, the point being, the reason I'm bringing it up is because watching that, I was also like, oh, shit, like, this is probably legit. Because that kind of like, that kind of military technology, it looks, it's like one of those weird limbos between like cheap looking, but also for sure realistic Mm-hmm. I really don't think they faked that. That looked real to me when I first saw it. And I think it's real now, especially. Well, the fact that it was declassified, like they classified that. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was black inked. Mm-hmm. And then now it's not. That does raise questions. Yeah. I almost did my story about Roswell, but it was just very uninteresting. I don't know why Roswell has so much hype behind it. It's just because Area 51 is not too far. It was very uninteresting. And now, mind you, the government answer for it was very fake. Uh, I mean, very fake. Okay. Which is which is fishy, right? But stanky, even stanky, even. But the actual like incident at Roswell is very just bland. Like, who cares? Short lived. Yeah. Not super exciting. How it got so much hype in the first place, I don't know. Why the government made a fake story about it, I don't know. It didn't mean to distract from something. Likely, who knows? Clearly, because like I said. Their answers were very, very clearly fake, in my opinion. Right. But, I mean, you know, whatever. I, people still go to visit Roswell. They've made, like, two TV series about it. I, I don't know how many movies. I don't know how many books. I bet if you went to Roswell, I haven't been, but I bet if you went there, you could find some cringy alien merchandise. Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking Dumb and Dumber. Are you thinking Dumb and Dumber? That's my entire motivation to go there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested outside of that. One hundred percent. I just want to go to that like breakfast diner that is alien themed everything. Yes, for sure. It's like the yeah. the the fries version of restaurants. I would love to see that. Ah, for those who who don't live in in Southern California, Fry's Electronics in Burbank is themed that an alien ship crashed into the front. You can see like the the back half of like a flying saucer. They went all crashed out. into the front of this store. Yeah. And inside is like alien 
and uh, there's there's giant creatures everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's robots. There's like anything you can think of when you think of alien. It's in this store, and they have giant statues everywhere, and they have like giant like statues of like military reacting to the alien threat. It's insane. I love that store. The giant- I don't know why as a kid I was so unimpressed and I was like, "Ugh, we have to go to Fry's." Because as See- an as an adult, mm-hmm. I loved going to Fry's. <laughs> like there's very 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 little reason to go to Fry's, but when you when you do have a reason to go, you go and you're like excited cuz like right. you notice new things every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in the very back of this Fry's electronic store. Okay, it's basically like a Best Buy, right? Right. At the very back was a like 60s themed restaurant where all of the booths are like 60s cars. Like you're in the movie. Um, what? Uh, I didn't know like that. Like you're in like, remember remember the, the restaurant in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. It's like that. What? In the back of this, yes. Crazy. Yes. I. It, was that the was that the fries in, in Burbank? In Burbank. I never went there. Yeah. I never went to the restaurant. I uh, see what I was going to comment was that Well, the they, store is it's like a Costco. It's massive. It's huge. Yeah. What I was going to comment on was that they designed the checkout line before the cash registers to look like 50s themed. Yeah. They went out of their way to make it look like that. It was almost like being in a theme park and I think maybe that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. But crazy. It was a cool cool place. Yeah, for And sure. I'm bummed that I will only ever go to that place next to never because right. I'll only be able to go to it when I visit California. And if I visit California, the odds of me needing to go to fries are slim to none. Right. But anyway, this is break time. I have to pee. You have to eat. I do. So oh, you're right. Get up. I watch, I watched you do this. And then your eyes, I thought your eyes were gonna open again. And you just went like, I swear to God, Jessica. I'm so sorry. And your mouth was open too, you're like. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, stop it. Because I kept talking, thinking that you were awake. Because I was like, okay, you're just gonna open your eyes. And like, too long went by. And I was like, did you fall asleep? <laughs> I'm gonna have to give a special shout out to Janelle for really pushing us into this topic. Fuck, I have to pee, Jessica. Go. I told you I had to pee. Why are you distracting me? Got a hole in your lip? I just I just poured my gimlet all over myself. <laughs> I'm covered in gimlet, Jessica. <laughs> It's in my neck. It's in my shirt. It's in it. Not just on it. It's in it. <gasps> it's cold. Oh. It's right on my nipple. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, but inside it is. Ugh, Ew. This is gross. Can you just play the first Flight of the Concord song that comes to mind? I'll do you one better. I will search Flight of the Concords and I will play their most popular. Okay. Around the room, I can tell that you are the most beautiful girl in the room. In the whole wide room. 
Cause you're so beautiful Like a tree are you hyped enough to actually be awake yeah well we still have to we have to spin the wheel a second time so are you ready we do. oh shit yeah hey we're back from the break wheel time go What did it land on? Where are we at? Hidden or unusual talents? Uh, well, as you just heard, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm an amazing I like, singer. I was about to say my my vocal skills <laughs> were clearly were I'm super talented. Yeah. Oh shit! I never took my shot. I poured myself a shot. I need to take it. You poured yourself a third, fourth shot. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want it. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, sip your drink. Oh, cheers! Here we go. Cheers. cheers to you. Just as smooth as the first three times. Shit, I dropped my line, but yeah, so good. That is amazing God. to me. Um, back to the wheel, hidden or unusual talents. Not gonna lie, I'm a pretty untalented guy. I can't think of a single thing, so I'm gonna need a minute. But if you have one, you you go for it. Um, I can legitimately sing. I am a singer. Yeah, but that's not hidden or unusual. I just don't share it. That's hidden to everyone who's listening. I think. Oh, I don't think you don't, I don't like, think the don't times like that I have sang post I ha- like Instagram videos daily about singing. Yeah. But like anyone who's been in your house has heard it. Yeah, pretty much. Loud as fuck. I yeah. Yeah. I do though. I hope yeah. I'm good. You're I'm, not bad, you know. Wow. Thank you. You know. Uh other than that, I don't know that I have hidden talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't know. Um I have relatively nice handwriting. That's kind of weird. You have relatively nice handwriting. You also have relatively feminine handwriting. It's just very legible. How does that make it feminine? Because it's not just legible. It's swirly and and delicate looking. Because I mixed regular hand regular writing with cursive. Like a female. I don't think so. I think that's just smart writing. It's just quicker. I imagine you would want to think that to make yourself feel better no, about like your writing. Literally, it's just quicker. Like if I were to just write without connecting letters at all, it would just take me longer. Um, hidden or unusual talents. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Um, I have not met. I didn't think this was a talent until I have uh, displayed it to others. Ew. And they explained to me that no one they've ever known nor themselves can move their bottom lip in and out of their mouth faster than me. You're ready to listen? It's gross. I hate I'm gonna it. I'm going to wet my lips. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's so gross. <laughs> it is pretty rapid though. I it's but insane. see like I'm like we should we should clip that audio of you doing your lip thing and like play it over like Rambo. A like, helicopter. Uh, like yeah. <laughs> like the helicopter flying where like Rambo like shooting like a Gatling gun. Uh-huh. Or like the Terminator. Like there's all sorts of shit. Right. Yeah. Or like, like RoboCop, mm-hmm. like that would be perfect. I used to be able, I don't know that I can now. I haven't tried it in a long time. I used to be able to raise one eyebrow at a time. I can do it still. Yay. Yeah, obviously I just have to make it. a stupid face just like you. Yeah. Do you want to know why we're able to do it? Yes. Because we watched fucking Ace Ventura and we were obsessed <laughs> with it. Yeah, that's And so true. we had to do what he could yeah, do. And we watched so Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. Literally, I don't know anyone else who can say that them and all of their siblings can all move their eyebrows 
individually and move their ears individually. <gasps> oh my God, you're right. I can the, wiggle. We can wiggle our ears. Those are our hidden or unusual talents. Wait, I need to see if I can still wiggle them both oh, yeah, independent from each other. Them. I can wiggle them. Here we go. Here we go. Both at the same time. That's both at the same time. Here's my right ear. My left ear. Let me see. Okay, hold on. Left, I'm doing. Square yourself a little okay, more okay, so I can I'm see square. both at the same time. Okay, name right, left, or, or both. Your right. Your left. Ew. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Okay, both at the same time. Square, square up right there. No, no, look look to your left a little bit. Right there. Go. Okay. That's both. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to do my left. I have to move the eyebrow a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's attached. It's just natural. Uh-huh. Then the right. Sorry, square. Yeah. Okay. Your right ear can move far better than your left. True. But is, is I can do same? it. Is mine the same? Your facial muscles move very slightly, but not as much as mine. I'm talking about both ears. Your right ear moves a lot more than your left ear. Yeah. When you move your left, your right moves a little. When you move your right, your left doesn't move. They if are I both, really think about it, I can move only now. my left. Mm, fuck, I feel it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you look so silly. Uh, but I can move both of my ears individually. Okay? Yeah. If we lost our arms and legs, we could swim with only our ears. Damn straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. I mean, that's pretty hidden. Like, not many people know that. Oh, fun fact. Uh, I used to, um, in like elementary school, we used to sit in like groups on the floor while our teacher read us like, you know, current events and, you know, kid safe news updates and stuff like that. And I would wiggle my ears as she was speaking because no one else could see it but her. And she would start laughing. And I just thought that was hilarious. I'd (laughs) make her laugh because she'd be trying to stay on topic and she'd look into the bunch of kids sitting in there and I'd be like hyper focused on her, but really focused on like moving my ears and she'd see the ears wiggling and she'd just laugh. That's awesome. All right. Before we get into your story, I need to stretch my back real quick. Okay. Stand up, crack it, and then we'll come back and we'll hit your story. Okay. I'm probably uh, going to fart as soon as you stand up. I mean, you can, you're, you're editing, there, so you can cut it. There are fans though, so. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. Um, You'll be okay. Um, I could probably I, just do wait, it now. It wouldn't gonna, get to you. I was going to say something. I was going to say something. It's done. <laughs> yeah, I watched you lift half of your fucking ass up into the air to release your Honestly, heart. I'm disappointed. I thought it was going to make a sound. And instead, it's one of like those gentle whisper ones. Whatever. I'll be back. Okay. So my alien story, uh, I have I have affectionately titled. Uh, bed melt or something. Bed melters. Yeah, bed mel- No, you said bed melt. I wrote bed melter because it just had a better ring to That's it. That's true. There is only one bed, and it is not the bed that melts. So it's a little misleading. Oh, okay. Either way, yeah. we're moving on. December 2nd, 2010. Oh, recent. More recent than mine, yeah. Ten years ago. One whole decade. A, a woman reaches out to the website cosmicconspiracies.com. Yeah. I tried to find it. It is no longer a website. But regardless, she reached out to them. Apparently, they conducted some sort of interview, whether it was over some kind of like video message or telephone, who knows. With the woman? With the woman and the writer of CosmicConspiracies.com. Okay. Uh, She claimed that the night of December 2nd, 2010, she could not sleep. Uh, In the article written about her by the writer from Cosmic Conspiracies, she was named Sonia, which was a fake name. Okay. She couldn't sleep. She was restless. She decided she was going to, you know, walk around her house, stretch her legs and check on her kids. Um, As she's walking around uh, late at night, she sees a light shining out from the field beside her home. 
Mm-hmm. It is moving. It's getting closer to where she is. Ooh. She said as she watched it, it felt as though it was also watching her. But for some reason, she was not bothered by this, this thought. Uh, she said that she was standing on the third floor of her home, that the light seemed to be hovering at just about her level, 15 feet or so. She has three floors? Three floors in this home. This is in the uh, the UK somewhere. Oh, okay. So like the first floor is the garage. Likely. Second floor is the main house. Third floor is like where the bedrooms are. I don't see. I like don't a, know. Like a, like a modern townhouse. She claims her living room is on her third floor. Oh, uh, remember we almost moved into a place uh, when we were kids that was garage on the first floor. Second floor had all the bedrooms. Third floor had the living room and the kitchen and like a patio. I don't remember that, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah, it was weird as fuck. Yeah. It's Mom a, hated it. It yeah. was like, I will not walk upstairs to cook myself something. <laughs> it was it was strange. Yeah. It was strange. Um, now, I don't know that I would mind that personally. You're walking upstairs either way multiple times yeah. a day to I, get to one me. room or the other. It's Yeah, it's no big deal to me. But either way, um, so she's she's looking out her window, third floor of her building, her home. She sees this light. It's approaching more and more, hovering at about her her level. Okay. Uh, still, she was not scared. She f- found that strange only later when she looked back on it in hindsight. Um, eventually, she saw it clearly enough that the light was actually coming from a long oval-shaped object. Now, she described this object as being about 15 cars in length. I think that's weirdly specific, personally. Yeah. Like, how how would you be able to tell that? Has anyone ever seen 15 cars lined up? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you really pay attention to that? Like, can you look at something and just know how long it is in cars? I, like, just say, like, you know, like, I don't know. That's half a car. 40, 50 yards. That's, it's, about, right? it's about six cars. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know that anyone thinks that way. Maybe, maybe the British do. Who knows? That's true. They, they do some weird things. It's true. They spoke color with a U. Yeah. Either way. Uh, and we probably shouldn't talk shit about them because we actually have some listeners in the UK. Not this month. It's fine. They've it's clicked, fine. they've clicked on our posts, but they haven't listened to the episodes, whatever. Yeah, It's fine. Look, shout out to you listeners in the UK. We love you. We respect you. You guys do some weird shit. I'm sure a lot of shit we do is weird to you. What, like having nice teeth? So uh, she's staring at her window, getting closer. 15 cars in length. 15 cars. I think that's strange, just to yeah. recap. Uh, either way, the object itself, um, she didn't actually remember until the interview with this website guy. Um, she didn't remember seeing the UFO at all until uh, she was describing her actual abduction to her aunt on the phone a couple days later. So she knows she was abducted, but as far as her experience walking through her home and seeing the UFO outside of her window, she had forgotten that bit until she was trying to describe what happened to her to an aunt on the phone. One other thing I thought was a red flag, personally. Yeah, I didn't remember it until I thought, wow, this, this would make a better story. Yeah, it, it just, it sounded strange to me. I'm noting it. Um, she claimed that a few days before seeing the UFO, a black helicopter had hovered uh, around the same spot over the field beside her home during the daytime, and it too was level with her third story. She claimed that there were men dressed in black in the helicopter, um, and they seemed to be looking intensely into her third story living room. 
That's weird. Strange. Also, well, a helicopter flying that low, just hovering. Also difficult to believe. It's very uh, noticeable out in the open type of thing. But whatever. When well, loud. Who knows? I mean, right. I, I agree. Also, clearly she doesn't live in Los Angeles. Right. Because helicopters hover above your house fucking all the time. Yeah. There's fucking police. 100%. They're not. They're, they're paying, paying you no attention. Yeah. And you get those lights that yeah. like. They're doing they, the, the search, the, search the, light The search light like swings you, over you your house. You got friends and stuff in the back like doing barbecues yeah. and stuff. And they're just like shining lights right yeah. in your face. Anyway, uh, the helicopter thing. Also a red flag for me. It sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it just just doesn't sound believable. But hey, let's just say it did happen. She moves on uh, back to her staring at this thing out the window. Okay. Um, apparently, after seeing the UFO, she decided to just go back to bed. Yeah, just casually. She's you know what? I've walked around enough. I'm gonna try to go back to sleep. She have kids. Yes, in fact. She gets back to bed, lays down, still having trouble sleeping, no sleep just yet. Her youngest daughter walks in and says, uh, complains that something was tugging on her leg and she could not sleep. Yeah. So naturally, after seeing a UFO, she tells her daughter it was probably just the cat and to go back to her room and cuddle with her older sister. Okay. Uh, Now, after this, suddenly... Sonia is lying flat on her back somewhere that is not her home. She claims that she sees her oldest daughter moving her hair out of her face and saying to her, it's your turn now, mom. Don't be scared. They won't hurt you. She said that she then felt herself being dragged by her own heel as though down a tunnel. She claims that eventually she ended up according to her in a room full of green and yellow lasers crisscrossing through the air. She felt as though she was floating in this room uh, and began to feel her, her body being poked and prodded. She claimed that in this room of lasers, she could hear a, quote, strange rhythmic sound similar to techno music, but more machine-like. It sounds as though the aliens have brought her, willing or unwilling, to a dead mouse performance. <laughs> that... That was the first thing I thought of. Okay. So moving on. Poked and prodded. She hears this strange sound. Uh, She claims that after this is when medical procedures began. And she did finally begin to feel scared feelings. (laughs) Finally. Finally she feels scared. Previous to the medical procedures, she was just down. She was good to go. Uh, however, she did note that when the scared feelings began and whenever they continued, quote, something covered my brain and reassured me and calmed me down by indicating or was telepathically told, don't be scared, unquote. So she's claiming that she feels feelings of fear and that when those feelings arise, something comes in and chemically or telepathically calms her so that it disappears when it comes back. The process continues or repeats. Uh, Maybe she's schizophrenic. Perhaps. So uh, eventually she saw what she at first thought was her son. Uh, Her son was a very tall and thin man or boy. Uh, His age was not clear. However, when what she thought was her son got closer, she realized it was too tall, too thin. Mm. She realized that the arms and legs were stretched. Was it a Mr. Slenderman? She said, 
that whatever she was looking at that she initially thought was her son had a strange body, a strange torso and legs that didn't seem to go together but meet bluntly as though they had no waist. Now, after seeing this definitely not her son, uh, Sonia says that the pace of the medical procedures began to speed up unpleasantly. What? Yes, and that they also began to get uh, weird and kind of sexual. <laughs> so, <laughs> Only kind of. Not too this, sexual. I mean, that's not a direct quote, but it was heavily implied in the article I read. Um, and then she claims that after this, suddenly she was just back in her room, lying in her bed. However, this time completely nude. Right. You know, this sounds like um, this sounds like that uh, alien encounter skit <laughs> from SNL. SNL. So, uh, Sonia wakes up in her bed with no clothes on, uh, seeing what she saw, feeling the things she felt. She's a little anxious. Okay. She explains what happened to her husband as best she can, explains that she is worried for herself, worries that aliens will return and do what they did a second time, uh, concerned for her and just wanting to reassure her that it was probably just a terrible dream. Her husband decides to put a security camera in their bedroom. Oh. Quote, unquote, for her safety. Oh, yeah. For, right, yeah, just he to reassure fin- you. He finally found the reason to get that camera up. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. for him. Uh, six days after her first abduction, Sonia claims she is again taken. However, Ooh. this time it, the taking doesn't happen until she is already asleep. So she remembers suddenly falling asleep in her bed and then boom, experiencing something very similar as to what she experienced the first time. Uh So the next morning she wakes up, her husband's already at work. She gives him a call, uh, you know, lets him know, oh, you know, shit, it happened a second time. He explains to her how to get access to the CCTV footage to just see what happened. He's thinking she's going to look at this footage, see that nothing happened. Hopefully that will reassure her. However, it did not because she followed his instructions, reviewed the footage, and she did find something that terrified her. Ah. Um, now, I just want to put this out it's there. It's just like the the something encounters of the fourth kind type of... Uh, like no. hovering over the bed type of deal? Briefly. It's, it's strange. I've never seen anything like it. Okay. But it's similar in that way that you watch it and you're like, Ugh, what? Yeah. How? Uh, either way, um, I, I wanted to state before I got into the CCTV footage, just to be fair, um, she and her family seemed a little kooky. Um, after mm-hmm. all this happened, she claims that the abductions continue and that weird things, activity begins to happen in her house that suddenly her house is being uh, pestered by something called jinn, which are evil spirits in Muslim culture. Um, She's claiming that there's knocking on inside and outside doors throughout her house, loud growling inside the house, and quote, ethereal wolves, unquote. Those pesky ethereal wolves. Man. Right. Uh, now, I, when, I I don't know what that means. I just assume like ghost wolves just how running around her home. So there's that. Uh, 
Now I, I did watch the video. Yeah. That is something I'm going to play for you right now. Oh, cause legit it's weird. It's weird. Weird yeah, in a gross way. Put it on, put it on. All right, here we go. Uh, I actually saved the link and I will be posting that in this episode description for anyone who wants to watch it. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Um, there were some comments underneath the video claiming that it could, it could be faked. Right. I've never seen anything like it before. I don't know why other people wouldn't be doing it, but pretty wild. Here we go. There's several minutes in the beginning where this video is kind of just explaining what happened. Basically the entire, Ooh, there's music as well. Uh, basically, Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is that sound? (laughs) The entire story I just told you, they do a little like, you know how there's like text in the beginning of Star Wars that yeah, scrolls yeah, yeah. up? They have that for about like two minutes. Oh. Yeah. So lame. you just go ahead and fast forward past that at about 151 is when you actually see the CCTV footage. So okay. I'm going to turn this onto its side so you can get a better view. Did you already view. fast forward it? I did. Okay. Go ahead and you can press play when you want. It's not playing just yet. Okay. All right. Let's get the microphone moved out of my way. You'll notice... On the left is her husband. You can see his foot sticking out the bottom. Every now and then, every now and then it moves. On the right, the more prominent lump under the blankets is her. Yeah. That is the woman, the wife. Okay, she just got up on her knees, maybe. Right, she seems to be like like squeezed up like into a fetal ball. position, right? Or something. Whoop. Whoop. What? Weird, right? What? So you can see the husband's feet wiggle a little bit. In response to her apparently melting into the mattress, the lump lump that was her body underneath the sheets has disappeared, seeming to sink into the mattress below her. Yeah. She's not there. The footage will begin to fast forward. 13 minutes go by before she reappears. What the hell? She got Johnny Depped. It's not fast forwarding yet. It's still only running like a second at a time. When she reappears, it's unmistakable. Well, I'm assuming her husband. Oh, what the fuck? Right. Now watch her husband in response to her suddenly appearing is disturbed in his sleep and flips over onto his side. Oh, is he in naked men? No, he's dressed. He looked naked. (laughs) Whoa. Right. That was weird. I thought so too. Now someone's suggestion. Right. That was gross. I thought the same. Now someone's suggestion was, oh no, that could be easily faked if she had a sleep number bed. Claiming uh, that certain certain sleep number beds apparently allow you to sink down to the have, bottom of it. As opposed to completely foam mattresses that can be adjusted in like, I don't know, firmness and softness, actually have bladders of air, technically giant balloons that they can fill and deflate. They're claiming that she probably just deflated it completely that the edges of her side of the mattress still have foam to hold up the blanket and that she's just like huddled up in the deflated part of the mattress, waited 13 whole minutes, then reflated and made her big like show out of it. launched. Right. She like, she kind of floated for a second and That's there. how it looks. I thought the same. Gross. I thought it was gross. It doesn't look like a sleep number mattress to me, but I mean, what the hell do I know? Uh, you guys go ahead and uh, you follow that link if you're curious. Take a look at it and uh, let us know what you think. It's nasty. Once again, like we Ugh. said in the beginning, you can get a hold of us through fan mail 
at threeshotsin.com now because we're professional as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and you, or you can uh, slip into our DMs on Instagram, send us a Facebook message, maybe uh, maybe tweet us. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. Your choice. Anything you want, you do it. Yeah. Kooky, right? Yeah, that was gross. Crazy. I got to show Terry later. Cool. But yeah, so I saw that one and you you see what I mean? Like it's not a long story, but it's just long enough that there's just not enough room for two. Yeah, well, and and like like she is the most unconvincing part about the entire thing. Right. If leading she up just to said, it. If she would have just said like, watch this video though. Like right. I'd have been like, oh shit, bitch. I believe every single word <laughs> you just said, you know? Right. It's weird. Yeah. That's you know, bizarre. You know what I need to do? I need to suggest this video to nukes. It hasn't been on nukes. It hasn't been on nukes. I don't think. Oh, uh, you got to send it to nukes. I thought so. And yeah. by that, we mean Nukes Top 5 on uh, on YouTube. It's an is amazing... Is it a ghost? Or is it or a, a hoax? Nuke, you're amazing. And I hope eventually you listen. Yeah. That's my story. That's all I got. That was a gross video. <laughs> I thought... I knew like, you I would have, think so. I have to go to bed after this, dude. <laughs> now, what, I'm gonna, what if I get sucked into my bed? Your worst fear at one point was getting Johnny Depped right into your mattress and then blood geysering, right? No. My worst fear was getting my ankles grabbed and being dragged out of bed. Mine was uh, a vampire sucking my blood through any part of my body that was sticking out. <gasps> Aunt Kathy, if you're listening to this, you are the worst. I was a child. I was also scared of vampires drinking from me. And so I would cover myself no matter how hot it was, but I would have my arms and my legs out because it was hot. Right. And your feet and stuff. Yeah. And then she was, she, Aunt Kathy came over and she was like, oh, when I was a kid, I used to be scared that vampires were going to drink my blood. So I used to cover my whole body. And I silently in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, bitch, me too. I do the exact same thing. And then she had the audacity to say, then I found out vampires can drink blood from your wrists or anywhere on your body. So I had to cover everything. And I was like, oh, I have to cover everything. Do you know my how, nights are going to get yeah. so much more uncomfortable you know, and sweaty. Do you know how sweaty my sleep was after that? Yes, I, was I like, do. I was like seven or eight years old and uh -huh. I'm like sweating a puddle because no vampire is going to get me while I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's like ruined me. Yeah. It's like a paranormal activity ruined me sticking a foot out of my blankets anytime. Yeah. For I like still, a full like four years. I, I think. still do it. No, I do it now. My mind does drift towards it. Like I wonder. Cause I'm like, I'm like, God, I'm like, what would happen if I get grabbed? I'm like, would I try to fight or would I literally just poop right now? <laughs> 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 like, would my body just give up and I, would I just poop? Insta shit yeah. <laughs> right where you are. I'm like, I don't know. It could go either way, honestly. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that image has stuck with me, that video. Just the weird sinking. It just, Gross. it doesn't, it doesn't look, it doesn't it look. It doesn't, it didn't like, look fake. I know. It didn't look fake. Right. Which, if it is fake, good on you. But that did I, not look fake. I would prefer that that was fake. Yes. But it just didn't look like it to me. Ugh. Yeah. Once again, you guys uh, you guys take a look. Decide for yourself and let us know what you think. Disgusting. Let's do a let's stupid spin that, wheel Let's spin. spin that wheel one more time. All right. Best worst movie ever. 
that means like what is a terrible terrible movie that is amazing because it is just a terrible movie and you love it there are many there are many we do love 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 we do love a lot of awful movies yeah um i'm gonna say underworld underworld it's an awful movie it is but i love it i do i also love it i love it to this day i'm an adult now still love it i do love it it speaks to the nerd in me it's really cool yep yeah i will give you that Mm -hmm. damn plus i mean i gotta say bill nehe really shines yeah he's pretty good really cool he's the bad guy too that's saying a lot i really like it when that happens when the bad guy just kind of steals the show Mm-hmm. But is defeated anyway, like a bad guy should. Yeah. Still the coolest part of the movie. Well, spoiler alert, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, spoiler at this alert, point, if you, don't guy know, loses. if you don't know that there are two more movies after that, I don't know what to tell you. False. Three? I think there's four movies total. What? Yes. So three movies after the first. I know there was a movie where she had like a daughter or something. Right. No, I thought the same. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if that was a third or the fourth. You're right. Oh, you know what? I'm getting confused. Technically, technically with Kate Beckinsale, there's only three movies total. But Underworld movies, (gasps) there are four. You're right. Because there's one, the origin story of Lucian. Yeah. The werewolf leader and him falling in love with a vampire. Yeah. And then getting her pre-gat. And then her daddy being like, that's an abomination. I'm going to kill you and I'm going to make him watch. Yeah. 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 And she got, she got roasted. Literally. Literally roasted. By the sun. Yep. Uh, So specifically, my mind just, boom, created a list of vampire movies that are terrible and amazing all at once. Underworld was just the first one that came to mind. Blade Trinity. Blade period. Oh, watch it. I did. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, watch what you're doing right now. I watched Blade. Watch your words carefully. I watched all the Blades. You bastard. They're awful. They're terrible, but I love but them. But Blade 2, Ron Perlman. I love them, Jacob, but they're awful. Nah. I love them, but they're oh, shit. So. Uh, ironically, there was another vampire movie that Kate Beckinsale starts in. Stars in. She starts in it? She, I mean, she starts something. And I'm talking yeah. about Van Helsing. Oh, shit. Awful. She was in Van Helsing. Super that was awful. a terrible movie. But I love but it. But it has two amazing actors I together. I love it. And they bone. They do. What up? Yep. They bone in Underworld also. The second one. Uh, not Kate Beckinsale and Hugh Jackman. No. In the second one, it's Kate Beckinsale and whatever his name is. Michael something. And no one cares about his name because he's irrelevant now. I know. You know who's not irrelevant? Huge. <laughs> He's very relevant. Hugh Jackman will always be relevant. And he filmed a scene where he boned Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love him. Best worst movie ever for me. Uh, a lot of people are, are, might not agree with me on this, that this is, this is a bad movie. Um, I love, love this movie. I quote this movie far too much. Okay. But it's The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. It is a terrible movie. Okay, not that it's not that it's bad like acting or like bad like quality. Like it's a quality movie. Acting is great. It's the fact that literally nothing happens. <laughs> literally, you can cut out that entire 
entire like hour and a half in the middle of the opening and ending credits and you wouldn't have missed anything. That's your same argument though for Snatch. Snatch is another one. <laughs> Best terrible movie. Like Snatch, literally, you can watch the opening credits, watch the ending credits. You wouldn't have missed anything. Nothing would have been missed. But is that what defines a bad movie? Uh, maybe in my head. I mean, I guess. We we also, we've been talking a lot lately about the fifth element. Fifth. I don't think that's the best worst movie ever. I was entertained because Chris Tucker was amazing. Oh, he stole the show. Yeah. He did. He was amazing. Ruby Rod. Yeah. He was amazing. Come in. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> yeah. He was amazing. But the rest of it was bad. Oh my God. What's her name? Uh, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich was terrible. She was so cringy throughout the entire thing. It was gross Honestly, watching her I, in that movie. I, I didn't mind her until that one, like, mm. there's like a fight scene in a hallway or something, and she's supposed to look like a badass, but she's this skinny little thing punching dudes in the face, and it, you just, you don't buy it. It's just, it, she doesn't sell it. But they, And they play this, like, like, action movie music in the background as well. I still love it, though. That's what I'm saying, like... It was awful, but I loved it. I love it now a lot. And yeah. I quote it pretty often. So does Terry. <gasps> I know what is my absolute favorite terrible movie. Go. Wanted. Uh. I love that movie. Uh. It's so cool. It's I so cool. I hate it. No. I loved it so much. Ooh. I loved it so much. Mm -mm. Like right now you tell me, hey, I'm wanted on TV. Like I drop the podcast and I go and I sit down and I watch Wanted <laughs> with commercials. I don't give a fuck. See, I, that entire movie was a like cringe fest for me because I don't know what it was. I couldn't stop seeing, uh, what's the actor's name? The main guy, the British guy. Oh shit. He was in Split. He played Professor Xavier when he was yeah, young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mick. Something Mick. Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I could not stop seeing him as Mr. Tumnus from, <laughs> from the Lion, the Witch, and the no. Wardrobe. Do you imagine Mr. Tumnus? <laughs> Just like global assassin going fucking postal and shooting everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was watching. That's what I felt like I was watching, and I was like, oh god. So I, it, I, you know, and then there were, I, I could go on and on. There was a lot of stuff about it, about that movie that kind of broke it for that me. That were incredible. And I was like, yeah. no. Yeah. No. It was awesome. It was, it was amazing. Do you remember Chris Pratt in it? I do. He was the, <laughs> he was the shitty best friend. Who was boning his girlfriend. He was boning his girlfriend and then was like, had so much respect for him for like, beating the shit out of him for boning his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm just going to say it, right? We don't have to talk about it because right. we're about to, we're about to end. Uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Was that a, do you count that, was, that, that as was, a bad one? That was Brad Pitt and Angela. Oh yeah. I liked it. No, that was pretty bad. Pretty bad movie. It wasn't worse than, I mean, if you list that as a bad movie, every action movie is a bad movie. Most action movies are bad movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you have to, you have to categorize an entire genre then just about. No, that's not true. 
what makes an action movie specifically a bad action movie? Because I, I didn't think like, don't get me wrong, it was, it was corny Just and cliche. Poor, the cliche, poor writing, like super predictable. But that's what I associate action movies with, to be honest. Uh, you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home. You're right. I so haven't. shut your mouth. No, you're right. I haven't. I haven't. Because it was incredible. Or Homecoming. I haven't seen Homecoming either. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen Homecoming either. I only watched Far From Home and it was incredible. I really want to see those. Yeah. But I have watched every single Hulk movie, hoping for a good one. Mm. Haven't seen one yet. Yeah, you'll be let down every time. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I thought Ragnarok was dope. They portrayed the Hulk as, as Ragnarok perfect. Was it was incredible. great. Yeah. And he wasn't even the, he wasn't even the star. It's Thor Ragnarok, Hulk Ragnarok. But that, he did. Oh, that's true. He that's was, a good point. He was great. Yeah. I got to say, I do have a problem with Mark Ruffalo being, being Bruce Banner. I kind of like him. I don't know, man. Mark Ruffalo just rubs me the wrong way. You know, he's just like something about him is just very like, like, uh, the sign says you can only take two and you have three. So, but isn't that, isn't that, who, isn't that who Bruce Banner is supposed to I be? I don't know. Just, but I, I, it's just Mark Ruffalo annoys me. Not that I don't like him. Okay. Not that I don't like him. Mm -hmm. He just annoys me, you okay. know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can, it's not that I agree. It's that I get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mark Ruffalo just he just he's rubbed me the wrong way. You know you know which Hulk I actually really liked. Edward Norton. Yes. Yeah, Edward Norton Hulk was dope. Like don't get me wrong, the movie it it struggled here and there. Uh, it had they casted Tim Roth I as know. the main villain. I liked Tim Roth. Tim Roth is incredible. Right, but for whatever reason he didn't he didn't continue, and that makes me sad. Yeah, Edward Norton. I don't know what the fuck happened, to Edward Norton. I mean. As far as like nerdiness goes, Mark Ruffalo beats Edward Norton. Mark Ruffalo is definitely more of a nerd than Ed yeah. Norton. Uh, I find Edward Norton way more attractive than Mark Ruffalo, personally. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. You know, like, even I do. Like 89.9% .9 of men are more attractive than Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I don't agree with that. I do think Mark, Ru Mark Ruffalo is attractive. No. Personally. No, because he just looks like someone that you want to punch. Yes, but he's also attractive for me. I don't know. I'll punch him, but I'll still think he's attractive afterwards. I don't know, because then I'll see his face again and I want to punch him. I won't. I'll be satisfied. I, I hit him at least once. And the next thing you know, like, he's in the hospital, I'm in handcuffs, you know. All right, that is going to wrap up episode 11. Uh Oh, Wow. We're yeah. barely past three this and a half. This recording was incredibly Great. short and incredibly quick. We did it. We took an hour long break. Yeah. And that's what the time is. Fucking amazing. Uh, don't forget to send us your wheel ideas, episode themes. Uh, Topics. And, yeah, that's what I meant. And critiques. And of course, your hate mail at fanmail at three shots in dot com. Yep. And once again, by. hold on. Nope, that, 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 oh, shut oh, your oh, mouth. Oh, my bad. Once again, fan mail. At three shots in dot com. Uh, one other thing, stand by for our Patreon, y'all. We're still in talks about that. We're trying to finalize some some little details. That's true. Uh, I will like to hint to something right now. Uh, July is coming up, and we do we are in talks of a special treat for Patreon 
in July. That's true. So, so if we, you got an mm-hmm. extra, if you got an extra few bucks a month and you really, really want to enjoy your July, uh, maybe, maybe kick it forward here in the next couple of weeks. Cause, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say you won't be disappointed, but I don't, I, I don't think you will. There's a chance though <laughs> that you'll be disappointed. <laughs> we'll find out, you know, it's worth yeah. it though. Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right, everybody. That was three shots in episode 10. Uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. All right. Uh, bye. Bye.